and welcome back to episode 26 of the Weekly Tech Rant. I'm Jay. And I'm Carl. And Carl, we're back again for the 26th week in a row, give or take a few days. And we, uh, well, I've just looked at the stats for our recent listens and, uh, well, we've picked up quite a few new listeners in the last week or so since episode 25, which is fantastic. So uh, welcome to anybody that's new to the Weekly Tech Rant. Uh, Hopefully you're enjoying what you're hearing. And if not, never mind, please continue to listen anyway. And I apologise profusely. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great start. Anyway, so what have we got tonight? Well, we've got a good lineup of tech stories this evening. We have some Epic updates, and that wasn't a pun. Uh, That was an update on Epic. Of actual Epic. Uh, Indeed. We've got uh, some info on the possibility of a, or maybe not, an Apple event in this next coming month. Updates on Chrome OS, Android 12, NVIDIA and the RTX 3060, which I'll let Carl talk to you more about later. Mac OS and new malware. And, well, MWC. And, well, really? That's, that's that's yeah, we'll leave it for that. And, oh, we've got a film this evening as well. We've got a film update, Carl, haven't we? We have. I finally got to sat, sit down and watch a film. So probably a poor mistake, but I watched Mon- Monster Hunter. So I'll Monster. give you an update a bit later. Awesome work. Well, let's kick it off tonight then with our first story. So tonight <clears throat> uh, we've got an update on the epic antitrust feud with Apple, haven't we? We have indeed. So Epic have decamped from the US and they're now moved over to the EU where they're filing, uh, I suppose, a, a lawsuit against Apple again. Uh, pretty much the same as what we've heard in the US. You know, they, they filed a complaint with the EU competition watchdog and they're alleging that Apple's deliberate use of anti-competitive restrictions on the iOS ecosystem has harmed competition in app distribution and payment processing. So yeah, pretty much the same Did you same want to take a breath the there? Oh, I know, a long line, yeah. Uh, they're also alleging that Apple are benefiting while blocking rivals, and its conduct amounts to abuse of power. So, yeah, they so, have thrown out all the big words. They have indeed. And, you know, what makes me wonder, have they, like, hopped over the pond to the EU because of the European Commission's stance in, you know, antitrust legislation? And you know, let's be honest, they, they've got Apple firmly in their sights at the moment anyway, haven't they? They have, they have. And, yeah, they, they are alleging it's kind of a breach of the EU's, the, the competition law we've got over here. So, yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to... Well, it might go further here than the US. As you say, they are kind of investigating Apple on multiple fronts, so it may well have more traction. Well, yeah. Plus the um, plus the the complaints they've got, obviously in Australia and in the UK, alongside that European um, uh, case as well. Which is, yeah, they 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 are definitely going all out here, and obviously don't feel that leg- you know the legislation in California or the US is perhaps strong enough. And obviously, no. if they can take it to other regions and other geographies, they could force Apple because if it's a, a more of a global stance, uh, yeah, you know, they're going to be in a, they're going to be in a stronger position, but. I, you know, they, this keeps rumbling forward, and it does. I mean, I, I suppose you're, you're kind of right. You know, if, if they manage to get Apple to do it in the EU, which I don't think they do. But Apple aren't going to change the OS on that fundamental level for one part of the world. They'll end up doing it for everyone, won't they? Yeah, and and Apple, you know, Apple is also going guns blazing, isn't it, into Epic, and because they they really feel that Epic are using this not as a a platform to you know make it better for all developers but actually epic are using this really to solely 
prop up their own failings. Yeah, aren't they? for their own cap, really, aren't they? They just they want more sales. Uh, I'm not sure how far they're getting against uh, the the Steam store, are they? You know, no. I still no. buy all my games from Steam and not Epic unless I absolutely forced to. And well, even then, I'd probably rather wait if, you know, if I can and buy it on Steam. Well, this is it, isn't it? And you know, Apple Apple basically come out with their statement saying that you know, for twelve years, effectively, Apple has helped developers, you know, turn, in yeah. their words, I quote, their brightest ideas into apps that change the world. And alongside that, of course, you know, they're you know providing a safe environment to download software and apply the rules to all developers. And Epic has been one of the most successful developers in the App Store, growing into a multi lot of money. business. Yeah, off the back of Apple's platform. And, yes. you know, if you take Fortnite, for example, Fortnite, you know, I, I'm not sure what the current uh, play stats are for Fortnite, but I would probably say that, you know, it, it's doing pretty well. But they're struggling, aren't they? Because what's that other game on the market at the moment? Is it Ro- Roblox or Ro- something like that? I can't... Ro- Roblox? Yeah, my, Roblox. My, my daughter asked to play that, but uh, that's a no at the moment. Uh, but yeah, that's not a big popular one with the, the younger audience. Yeah, Rob, yeah, Rob, yeah, clearly I am so out of touch here, uh, you know. Um, yeah, Roblox is, a, is apparently the big game. Again, that's again that's multi-platform, isn't it? Across all the mobile is, platforms, yeah. uh, Xbox as well. I understand, um, and I hear a lot about that. And I hear a lot of you know, I read a lot about um, you know the the payment system there that you know kids want to buy. Is it I think something Roblox bucks or something in that? Yeah, you know, similar to like Fortnite. So you know, clearly here that Epic mm-hmm. are probably also concerned that Fortnite may, maybe has run its course or perhaps isn't as popular as it was. You know, the, 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 I think the, that's a fair the, argument. Yeah, I mean, everything has its time, doesn't it? Yeah, and they obviously don't like, like many developers don't like, the so-called Apple tax, isn't it, with the 30%. Yep. But that isn't unique to Apple, though. No, you know, as, as you say, uh, or some kind of tax. I mean, Apple isn't 30% anymore, is it now, unless you're making a lot no. of money. It's 15% now, which possibly, you know, in part to Epic there. Uh, but Steam are still 30% from what I understand. Microsoft are on the Xbox. Sony are on the PlayStation. Nintendo, I think, are on, on, on the Switch. So this yeah. is kind of across the industry. An epic charge uh, money. I think 12%, I want to say. Well, yeah. And I mean, you know, the whole argument of this is that Apple counter, counter basically sued was because they felt that what Epic did, wasn't it, where, the, where they basically swapped the payment processing. Yeah put customers customers at risk and ultimately those customers are apple's customers because yep. you're on apple's platform and you know you can't you can't break the rules and then come back and be like oh it, the rules are broken because your rules are bad we did we just you know circumvented them no that's not how it works and you know off the back of this though isn't it you say about you know the steam piece there and the epic store you know i'm sure i read the other day that epic were still not making a profit off the of the store no, I mean the only reason I go to stores is to download the free games because I know it's costing them money. There was something <laughs> I don't buy anything. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I think you know, I do, I do not believe the Epic Store at the moment uh, it was profitable. No, um, it's a lost leader, isn't it? At the moment, it's got to be. It's got to be. I think they're generating a lot of revenue into the millions, hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue. But what you got to ask yourself is, a, how much is it costing them to give away these games? You know, the free thing. Yep. Because let's be honest, the devs aren't going. Yeah, go on, let your. Have I don't, know, how many yeah, I don't want any more money. You know what they're hoping is a loss leader, as you say, that you'll download the the base game and then pick up the you know the DLC or whatever, I guess, or or yeah. you buy the uh, version two. Exactly. It must um, be the same for these exclusives as well. I'm well, yeah, a lot of money for that. 
I agree with you. And you think about like Hitman 3, that's a year-long exclusive on the Epic Store, okay? That would have cost them millions, I'd imagine, to have that because Steam ultimately would have been the platform that would have been released on. Yeah, exactly. There's you no would have bought it from no Steam doubt. if you could have. Oh, oh, I'd have preferred to have bought it from Steam. Because didn't you have Hitman question... 1 and 2 on Steam? Yeah, the question you ask yourself is, you're right, why? But Well, I trust Steam. Okay, I guess trust is uh, over time. And plus, I've got like a library of, I don't know, 300-something games, I think it was, or something like that, you know. So yeah. I've got investment in Steam. I just don't want another store. Um, and I guess that's the problem. I've got Epic because it is there. Does that make sense? You know, and like yep. you say, the, the free games. Um, but I'm definitely not using Epic because, you know, I want to have another um, no. location to buy games. But Every time I go oh, and look for a game or information on it, I just pop up Steam. It's running all the time. Epic, I only launch every now and then to see what the freebie games are. Steam is my, my go-to. But uh, yeah, so no, I suppose we're, we're getting off topic there. Uh, but we did bring in, talk about Steam because Apple's kind of, uh, I suppose, counterfront to that is that they've actually gone to Valve and asked for an awful lot of data on how oh, yeah. Steam operates. Uh, I suppose to uh, mount an argument about Epic, but I mean, they've asked for, I mean, from what I've heard, Valve are being quite cooperative, but uh, Apple are asking for a ton of information, uh, which obviously Valve don't keep, will cost them a lot of time and effort to collect, and generally just don't want to give them that kind of information. I mean, they're well, asking no, they, what they're they... asking. Uh, information on how many wasn't it basically i yeah. think it was on totally games wasn't it? Sales game sales and, and, and in-app purchases uh annual advertising revenue for steam sales of external products uh uh the, the revenue in total for steam uh earnings uh what else do they want documents sufficient to show uh, they wanted basically everything every product ever sold listed with how when it was sold from <laughs> and to how much it made and i'm like whoa there apple but then didn't they, I think, they, didn't they narrow the, then they went back, Valve obviously turned around and said, you know, actually, half of this information we're not going to give you because it's ours. Yep. And then the other half of the information we don't actually have because we don't need it. Yeah. Uh, and then I think they've, didn't they narrow it down to something like 600 games or something, didn't they, eventually? It was, but it's still going to take them far too much time to do that. And again, do they really want to? I suppose unless they're compelled by a judge, which I don't think well, a judge no, is going to uh, do. Well, no, I think that's the thing, is it? Because Valve have gone back to the court, basically said, you know what? We like you say, we've been cooperative, but actually now we're asking you to dismiss this because this isn't our fight. We've got a different problem. Yeah. Um, but you know, it. You know, I think was it? I think I read somewhere in that article thirty thousand plus games on Steam over the last it ten was. years. It was. And I know Apple's <laughs> argument was that you know there's a kind of I suppose NDA in place for the the court and that lot, so Steam's information won't get anywhere. But it will, because Steam's biggest competitor is Epic. Yeah. And Epic will but, then have access to that evidence. And yeah, that, that's not good. And, and exactly. And I think, you know, and Valve also is a private company, isn't it? So they don't have to disclose. It is. They're not obliged to be a private company. No. Yeah. And no. They, they, I think they did that on purpose, didn't they? They don't want that information I, out there. I, I believe they did. Gabe Newell, I think, is very clear about that in some interviews, isn't he, over time? He is, yeah. About why they're not a public company. Um you know, Gabe Newell, who's currently living in New Zealand, isn't he? I think he got stuck there with COVID, which is another story. And now I think he's decided <laughs> just to stay there, hasn't he? I think he has, yeah. <laughs> Why Good not? Game. It's a lovely place of the world, a part of the world, isn't it? It is. But yeah, I think, you know, you're right. Apple calls in reinforcements here, but actually the reinforcements turned up went, you know what? <laughs> this is your fight. <laughs> not my fight. <laughs> yet. Yeah, that was it. I was going to say, definitely yet, isn't it? You know, on that point. 
It is. Uh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think we talked about, I've said before, and you know, I may be contradicting myself, but I hope I'm not. I think Epic have a point. To, there is a small point here around what Epic is saying, you know, perhaps around some of the of the, the, the way the, the App Store is built. And obviously, you know, 12 years later, the App Store has grown into an immense platform that is worth billions and billions of dollars. Yep. And if you are making millions and millions, 30% is a lot of money. And yep. ultimately, if you mm-hmm. want to have in-app transactions, you probably do want to control them. But on the other hand, if you're using somebody else's platform to promote and distribute your service, that isn't free either. Um, no. So, so you know, it begs I... the question, okay, great, you have a point of Apple, but why haven't you gone off to Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo? Well, Because well, they operate exactly. exactly the same way. You cannot buy it from anywhere else. Uh, yes, you can go into a store. Well, you know, COVID permitting, you can go into a store and you can buy a physical disc but you're still paying a cut to Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo for that. So why haven't they gone after them? Because it's always a large... Because let's be honest, what's publicity is uh, in going after somebody else. You go after Apple, $2 trillion company. They, they've got a yeah. huge target on them, mm-hmm. haven't they? And everybody wants to have a go at that right now. But they've uh, also got $2 trillion sitting in their bank. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, exactly. It That's is a like big turning, fight to be picking. It, it's like, you know, uh, it's like turning up to a gunfight with a knife, isn't it? <laughs> It is, <laughs> you know. Good luck, good luck. But talking of Apple, then, so there's been a lot of rumours, hasn't there, that there is potentially going to be a March event for new hardware. Those new tiles, yep. tiles or app tags or air tags, um, new tear tags, potentially new iPad Pros. We talked about that last week. Uh, new AirPods, I think, even have been kind of thrown around. Yeah, they, around AirPod, kind of... The AirPod Freeze, isn't it? Oh, that's it. Yeah, the new kind of charging case that was shown the day, but. There's been nothing to suggest a uh, hard and fast Apple event, right? Um, and there was an article on 95Mac that said that uh, um, Mark Gurman, you know, who's one of the yeah. uh, more more renowned uh, tipsters, isn't he? You know, you want to call is it tipster? Is that the right word? I don't know these days. Researcher? Um, researcher or, uh, you know, Apple, Apple follower. <laughs> Who knows? Um, basically, he's saying it ain't going to happen. There is yeah. no March 16 event. But what that doesn't suggest, and he kind of alludes to that by not saying anything else, is that there isn't there are gonna they are gonna launch products, but there's just there's no uh, there's no March 16th event. There is there could be there could be product launches. And yeah, I mean Apple have got form for that, haven't they? You know, well, they have. there's they... an iPad update just appears out of nowhere, a Mac update appears without any kind of fanfare really, you know, other than a press release. Well yeah, and also but also the Apple events were done with like a week to go, weren't they? Yeah, and I'm saying it's still too early. No one's will have their invites yet. You know, no. not going to expect them to a week, ten days before maybe. Well, I was going to say a week, and don't forget, it's been a virtual event. You haven't got exactly get on a plane and fly there, have you? No, exactly. So I'm not expecting to hear anything till maybe what, fifth or sixth of March at the earliest. No, I, I'm I personally. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not an event because let's be honest. You know, they don't need to do that necessarily. No. Um, a new iPad Pro isn't going to be. Um, as game changing as say the iPad Air when it had a complete redesign, is it? Oh, exactly. The, you know, the tags, on the other hand, uh, don't necessarily warrant it's a whole. Accessory. Of, yeah, don't necessarily warrant you know a, a massive time. But I suppose if you are, you could tie them in. I suppose with other products of the same type. But we thought that when they were going to release the iPhone, didn't we? That they could be around. Did. But they might keep them. I mean, they delayed them this far. They might delay them until uh, until the next iPhone launch. 
Yeah, and again, though, there's nothing to suggest they couldn't do another 30 minute because what was the last, was the last one 30, 35? I mean, about 40 minutes, wasn't it? I think, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too much, was it? No. You know, Air, AirPods Pro that came out, or AirPods Max, sorry, I should say, weren't they, that, that came out? Yep. Um, I will. I put money on, though. We will have more than one Apple event this year, though. I'm, I'm confident of that because we're going to see the... And, and in, I think we're going to see an update on the M1 chips at some point. And I think that will warrant... There's already been some alleged early benchmarks out, hasn't there? Yeah, the M1X chip, isn't it? That, uh, yep. if true... Um, and we're off on a tangent again. Um, if true, I think again shows Intel that you know they need to step up their game, doesn't it? But um, they got Pat back in charge now. But you know we won't see have... his influence for a, a number of years. I wouldn't have thought. No, not at all. No, and I think it's unfair to suggest that. You know, and we we both of us are are fans of the Gelsinger. Um, we and are I think indeed. We're both... We're both keen to see him make a success at Intel, but yeah, you're right. The there are, there is no way his input, uh, you know, two weeks into the job is it's going to do anything, you know, unless he's axing some major product lines. Yeah, you know, which yeah, different. But yeah, so this March 16th event is unlikely, but I don't, I wouldn't be surprised though if we see, you know, a press release to say product X is available, which could be the Air Tags because yep. they could do a press release. They could put out some videos, couldn't they? Uh, but yeah we'll see we'll see but um again if there is an event we will cover it we've done that before we'll make sure it's fully covered and we'll have all the latest from uh from an event if it happens we'll be live from our living rooms and recorded and (laughs) not the actual event (laughs) no one day one day one day so uh talking mac os though uh so last year apparently uh chrome os outsold mac os by quite a large margin, apparently. Yeah, was it was it an IDF report you were reading? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, but uh, IDC, of... sorry, IDC, IDC. IDF, that's the Israeli Defence Force. Of course, um, it was by them. They know all the shit. <laughs> Apologies, people. Um, <laughs> language, language. I've beat that out now. Um, <laughs> but no, so, yeah, you're IDC... right. Um, and I must admit, I'm not overly surprised. Obviously, Chrome OS is. I want to say it's cheap, but I don't mean Chrome OS is cheap. It's a cheaper product, isn't it? A lot of schools buy them. You, you can buy them for like two, three hundred pounds. They're a lot cheaper than, than a Mac. And for quite a lot of people, I suppose, it's just a bigger phone, isn't it? It does what they need it to do. Well, yeah. And let's just be clear a second, though. This this isn't suggesting that Chrome OS all of a sudden is now, you know, a bigger a bigger OS platform than Mac OS. What no, this is saying, no. isn't it, is that basically last year, 2020, more people bought Chrome OS devices than they did yeah. Mac OS. These are sales um, figures, not uh, yeah. overall um, market share. But if you, I think that what this kind of shows is that where we had the huge transition to work from home last year, people yeah. scrabbled to get additional machines, didn't they? Whether it's for your they kids, indeed, yeah. whether, it, whether it was for your own personal use, you know, at home, um, you know, people needed something. And because the majority of software today that you know we use to be product you know productivity in, in the workplace is is software as a service isn't it it's, yeah, you know, it's web-based it's based, so you can do that in, in a chromebook and the majority of browsers are all uh, chrome yeah. chrome based aren't they yeah the, yeah exactly the chromium sorry, project, chromium yeah. yeah chromium yeah but exactly i mean so i like you say uh, uh, they're not cheaper as in you know rubbish they're just you know was it you know three four hundred pounds dollars versus you know one thousand plus dollars for a, or pounds for a, a Mac? You're going to buy the machine which is probably 
cheaper and easier for your budget than buying a high-end machine, aren't you, really? if you need yeah, to have Unless quickly. you've got a reason that you know, you've got software stuff that needs Mac or Windows or whatever, then, yeah, you might, if Chrome will do it and it's half the price, then why wouldn't you? Well, I'll be honest with you. I think if, if I had to have done and I needed to quickly, I probably would have bought my kids two Chromebooks um, for the for the schooling at home stuff. Yeah, yeah, Luckily, I would we have had done. That, we, we, we had other machines knocking around and but everything's done through google classroom so why mm. do I, I wouldn't need anything else you know no i mean ours aren't unfortunately so I mean, i've got a mix of well, i think i've got running what the kids a mac a windows laptop and two ipads but yeah it gets it done but you're right if i had to go and buy something i probably would have bought some chrome os ones because they were cheap anything that I needed to run more than that i could have just rdp'd from the chrome devices to a windows vdi well, so, exactly. There you go, and that's uh, I think a lot of people are doing that through Chrome, <laughs> but not not your average user case, there. <laughs> no, but I was talking to you know uh, a mutual friend of ours yeah. uh, who uh, whose work work machine had uh, had failed, and basically he bought a Chromebook as a personal machine, used yep. the RSA token to single you know to get two uh, FA into the work systems, yep. and then used uh, you know VDI and the SaaS apps to to work. Um, you know, the camera was a bit rubbish on Zoom. We all joked and laughed him when he was on Zoom. Uh, yeah, camera's like... not great over RDP. <laughs> I'm sure we didn't even get that working yet. So we, yeah, that, that device just... doesn't get <laughs> doesn't get. A I think yet. just the ca- I do think just the camera, the 720p camera on the Chromebook. But that was another story. Uh, but yeah, he was able to do everything he needed to. Yeah, okay, it wasn't lightning fast, but it was perfectly serviceable and did what it said on the tin. Better than nothing. Exactly. You know, and you're right. If you you don't need necessarily need to be in an Android user, I think, to enjoy Chrome because Chrome OS, sorry, um, because most of the apps are pretty familiar to you if you use Chrome or you use a derivative of Chrome. So, you know, it's just a browser at the end of the day, isn't it? You know, yeah. and you can get to all your other services. Chrome OS is a thin client with uh, uh, Google Chrome on it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by this, and I, you know, I I, I put in the show notes there is you know was 2020 the year of the was the year of Chrome OS. Uh, probably not, but no. I think it proved that for the situation that they're in, this kind of, um, I guess, you know, thin client cloud OS style approach is the way forward, isn't it? It is. I mean, we didn't actually mention the figures, but uh, Mac OS well, had what, 7.5%, Chrome in at 10.8%, Windows still the big daddy with 80.5%. Yeah, yeah. That leaves us 1.2%. Linux? Must be. Must be. I mean, Dell and HP and other people do sell Linux laptops. So, well, Dell do, yeah. yeah you maybe. can buy Ubuntu. Yeah, you can, you can buy yeah. Ubuntu, can't you? Enterprise buy. But I think, though, it's interesting to see that nearly a five, well, nearly a 6% decline um, from from uh, 2019, wasn't it, in Windows? Yeah. So uh, 85.4 to 80.5 in 2020. So quite a drop there. Um, but that's all, like, like, you know, it, Google must be patting themselves on the back because. That's quite a chunk, you know, overall. They've that taken. is, definitely. Um, I still love, Mac- I've not come across any update overall no. market share figures. I'd love to know what the market company looks like. I'd be interested to see that, realistically, you know, not sales, but yeah, market, because I think I think it would be more fragmented than, than you'd be surprised. I don't think it'd be as much as a slam dunk as we'd expect. I think there'd be a bigger chunk of Mac OS and Linux. I still reckon Windows is going to be up there 90% or maybe 89 uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I'm we're just, talking yeah. desktop, not servers okay, well, uh, and uh, no, mobile no, no, devices no, no. or whatever. 
you know, but I would just I was thinking more sort of 70, sort of 78, yeah. sort of 70, 78, 77 percent. But, you know, hey, we're splitting hairs here. <laughs> I have to go on a hunt for that later. I couldn't find anything before the show. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but well done, Google. And uh, like I say, I Chromebook still it's still on my list of things. You know what? I'm tempted to buy just to have uh, for the kids and that you know, going forward. If we never if they go back to school, well, who knows? But maybe just to have there one is, a, there is an open source, isn't there? Chrome OS. Ah, I forgot what it's called that you could download and install on for there is, most hardware. There is. And just when I go, I, you know, this must be the night for tangents this episode. We're talking <laughs> of tangents and, and cloud OS. I um I downloaded and I won't I won't put this in the show notes because I don't it's obviously the source, but I've downloaded and installed the Windows 10X. Um oh yeah. Yeah, so Windows 10X, if nobody if you haven't heard of 10X, 10X is the new what they're calling cloud OS that Microsoft bring out. So it's, it's effectively RT version two. Well, yeah, but, but more polished effectively. It's a cut down version of windows 10 that looks and acts in a similar fashion to Chrome OS. So yeah. it's designed, there's no major app, uh, win 32 applications. It's designed to all run through the browser. You can install some apps from the store. So very similar to yeah. Chrome OS. Um, uh, so it's the same as windows RT It's it's a met. I think Metro's the word. Well, anymore, Metro, it? Metro, yeah, or no, Metro, but yes, but it's, it's, I think it's been polished a bit more. Um, you won't be able to download ISO, download an ISO of this when it comes out. It'll only be available on new PCs from certain manufacturers. It's going to be designed for like folding tablets, you know, folding PCs, yep. sorry. Uh, you know, I guess same end, low end hardware, like Chrome style hardware. Um, but I've installed it. I, um, I had to run a Windows 10 box, uh, get Hyper-V working and drop in a, a uh, what's it? Uh, v- is it VHDX file? I can't remember. Yeah, that's SD. the one. And drop that down, and I installed it up and running. And it, and unsurprisingly, when you do the installation, the two things it says uh, you need to put in an account. It can either be your Microsoft account, uh, or it can be uh, an organization account, i.e., signed yeah. into like Microsoft three sixty five. Zero AD. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get it to sign into my Microsoft three sixty five. Uh, zero AD um, for some yeah. reason it, it it authenticated and then it asked me to put a pin number in which I had to do six digits and then it wouldn't accept the pin number and I got into some kind of like infinite loop with it so oh. I was like okay that, so I'll start that again <laughs> reboot and start again yeah and I tried it with the Microsoft account you know the the, the one I use yep. for Xbox and that kind of stuff and that worked so I was like oh. okay okay uh, but it's quite cool and like I say you know it's um, leaked in the it's leaked you know so at the moment it's not officially available but you know if you search for it uh there are ways to do it um that's not entirely true you can get the developer preview can't you uh but it has to run in visual studio well yeah well okay yeah i guess that's slightly different yeah i think what i should say is that it isn't you can't just go and download a um an iso iso and just yeah. yeah yeah that's that's a better way to do it but it, you know, it's pretty good. I think I would in, I would probably buy a machine with it on, if I'm honest with you. I think, you know, we're talking about Chrome OS. I think if, you know, the Windows version, the more I play with it, the more I'll see. But familiarity yeah. would probably be uh, a bigger selling point for, for, for enterprise users. Of course, they're, they're designing it with dual screens in mind, aren't they? Because obviously they they've released the Surface Duo and they're at some point going to release the Surface, Surface Neo. Is that what it was called? The basic laptop size one dual screen. Yeah, but the Surface Duo now available in the UK. But how much is it? <laughs> yeah, it's not reduced in the US, but it hasn't in the UK. It's is it fourteen hundred pounds? Yeah. So it, what, was it dropped in price in the US to I think under a thousand? Was it nine hundred ninety nine dollars? Yeah. 
and then shows up in the UK with a pricing of I think entry level was thirteen hundred or thirteen fifty or something like that, wasn't it? So about two, just under two thousand dollars then, yeah. <laughs> but if you like, say the same one. So yeah, hang on, here it is. I've just looked it up. So a, a one twenty eight gig one is one thousand three hundred forty nine pounds, or in the US nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Wow. And if you want the 256 one, that's one that's one pound shy of 1,500. So, uh, or in US uh, dollars, it's. So you're uh, starting at 1,900 US dollars. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, yeah, Whoa. 1,000. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the price, the price, go. I don't know why it's so expensive here, but. Uh, and I don't. I don't believe. Well, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I'm laughing, but yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. But, I, I'm not certainly paying that um, for that. No, anyway, no, it's anyway. piqued my interest, but not at that price. No, no. Anyway, anyway, talking of uh, new releases then in the smartphone world, Carl. Yep. I know you haven't downloaded this, but come on, you. Uh, I know you dropped this into the show notes earlier. No, I, I just saw the update that the, the the first Android 12 developer preview is now live. So if you have a phone that can take advantage of it, go get it. Uh, but obviously, it, it's very early at the moment, as Google usually do. They they kind of hide a load of the stuff behind switches and, and they and each developer preview they they flip those switches and, and let it go but um yeah from what i've read there's not too much at the moment you know the, the usual color changes tweaks there's some changes to notification center which obviously we mentioned before you know the, the privacy icons uh, there are some new icon designs as well and i think with android 11 didn't they introduce that was it the persistent media player which you can yep. get in a notification center so there's some tweaks to that i, I can see uh and the only other thing I've spotted so far is a there's a hidden one-handed mode, like you get on iOS. Uh, okay. What the is that the, the the on iOS? That's the swipe down thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Oh, swipe so up it's, 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 where, where it brings it down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. So you can easily get to the controls at the top without, you know, well, one-handed. So yeah, apparently that's coming to Android 12, but it's it's hidden at the moment. I am um, my Pixel 3a is supported on this. I think I said last time. So yeah. I. Yeah. I did have a look at downloading it and I haven't got around to flashing it yet. So I will flash it with, with the 12 um, DP. Um, I I did see some of the screens in that. The notification panel, much cleaner, much, much cleaner uh, yeah. looking. Like you say, the icons are, yeah, they've just tweaked them, haven't they? Just very subtly tweaked in places. The color They're like the ones different. you get on the status bar. Yes. They used to be different. The status bar and the notification center were always different. Now there are bigger versions of the status bar ones. It's a bit more coherent. Yeah, definitely. The the settings thing I think you mentioned there, what they call it is what I see it called Silky Home. Um oh, yes, the flag. Very yes. <laughs> much like Samsung's uh what do they call it now? One sync, isn't it? Well it One does, UI. Do you know what yeah, the screenshot, you're right. So there's two screenshots here for um and again this will be in the show notes. So the, they've got the Android eleven on the right hand side, which is much more condensed, isn't it? You've got uh, yep. more icons, you've got um information under the sub headings. And then the the twelve Android twelve silky home one, yeah, you're right. Looks like a Samsung settings menu. Big icons, bigger text, no subheadings, isn't it? Well, if it's... you can't beat them, join them. Well, <laughs> and let's be honest, Samsung and Google do seem to be doing since well, like two years ago when they announced that you know that they were going to have crossover yeah, partnership. Yeah, they definitely have been like there's been co breeding. I think. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's there's been definitely bits and bobs been borrowed left, right, and centre, but. If it makes the product better, I, Why not? it's not a bad thing, is it? No, not but, at all. But the one-handed mode, um, yeah, definitely. If that's bringing you, if you're, if it sounds like the Apple version, then um, 
is it so the down is it the yes on the apple you swipe down don't you i'm trying to think because i have oh, it i used to, I used to have it I, on I naturally but i know well, i still have it uh i used to i used to have it on um on the, the old the iphone 6 remember that first came out yep um Six plus, I mean, sorry, but uh, I don't think I have it on. I, I haven't got the shortcut either on my iPhone. You know, where you can tap the back button, or the you can tap the back. Oh uh, yeah, and that does it as well. Yeah, I can't remember how to do it now. <laughs> I used to trigger it by accident. So, did you find it? No, I can't remember how to do it now. I, I always trigger it by accident, but uh, you can't actually remember what it was. <laughs> uh, okay, no, I'll, I'll have to get this installed for next uh, next show to see if uh, we can find some more settings and catch up. Okay. Because obviously, this is going to develop quickly. This story, because as people start to play with the developer previews, aren't they? And uh, more things yeah. come out. We'll have to see that. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so, uh, Carl, have you picked up yet a new Nvidia card? I would swear at this point, but uh, we're trying to keep it family friendly. No, I haven't. <laughs> but I mean, there is allegedly some news in sight. So um, obviously, Nvidia are releasing their RTX 3060, yeah, which isn't the card finally. I want. Uh, it's a low end <laughs> one, apparently on the 25th of February. But they also, shortly after making that announcement, dropped a bombshell that obviously a lot of a lot of miners, things like uh, is it Ethereum. Uh, use NVIDIA cards or AMD cards because they're great at crunching through the calculations needed. So NVIDIA are actually hobbling the card, aren't they? If, if you buy a 3060 yeah. and it, apparently if it detects you're trying to use it for mining, it drops its throughput, its hash rate by around 50%. So this this is, this yeah. is I saw this <laughs> and I, I had to be honest with you, I was a bit puzzled by it. And then I read it a bit oh, more. Uh, and, yeah. It turns out that it's to do with the drivers, though, isn't it? Which I can kind of yeah, work out. Yeah, it's software-based, apparently. So it, it'll be in a driver. It's Some more information came out. Apparently, it's to, they do a secure handshake between the driver, the hardware, and the BIOS firmware on the card uh, to enforce this hash rate limit. But, yeah, it's triggered by software on the... I suppose the drivers within Windows, Linux, Mac, whatever it's for. But, yeah, uh, but the big bombshell, NVIDIA said, and you won't be able to hack this either. So I'm going to give it about a week or two. So we'll just, what, early March in our episode then? We'll probably be announcing it's been hacked. So I love it. I love it. So we're uh, we basically, we're limiting this card so that people don't buy it for mining so we can get more product available for gamers. Uh, and by the way, if you do buy one for mining, um, you're screwed because, we, you know, we, you can't hack it or, or circumvent it. Yeah, oh, and by the that. way, by the way, Here's our new range of professional mining cards. Maybe oh, we no, have to buy one of these, which is probably <laughs> the real ulterior motive to it. Well, I was just going to say, the, yeah. So what they, I saw was it the CMP? Is that the right CMP acronym? professional mining cards? Yes, uh, cryptocurrency mining processor. That's the one. Yeah. So it's. I think it's still the same architecture, but obviously it won't have a display output. They lowered things like. Uh, core voltage and and frequency to reduce power because obviously mining eats a lot of power. Uh, they've released four model or going to be releasing four models apparently with different variations of performance. Uh, they pretty much play out like the 3060, 3070, 38, and 3090 by the look of it. Uh, but there's no pricing yet. So what's they're betting? These are going to be more pricey than buying a 3060 or 70 or 80. Uh, retail pricing, sorry, not not the current pricing on eBay. No, no. 
Well, like, talking of power consumption, though, I did read, I think, the other week that Bitcoin consumes more electricity than Argentina worldwide. <laughs> it eats a lot, doesn't it? Uh... There was a time when I really dabbled with a bit of mining. I didn't get anywhere. Yep. But, you know, I can't. I think now the only people who are seriously mining are people with a, a lot of money to burn and obviously money to, to gain, yep. possibly. But, yeah, I, I can see why, you know, people were buying these cards up. They did want to use them for this. Um, and if you, I guess, if 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 you could get a a mining card that's stripped down and designed for it, you're probably going to buy it because let's be honest, if that gives you more efficiency, then and it's cheaper theoretically, or maybe not, but you are going to buy a, probably one of those if you can get more bang for your buck and get more cards in in your server. Yeah, um, it depends what that retail price on it is, doesn't it? Well, yeah, but I think Nvidia saying that you can't hack the limiter is just like red rag to a bull, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I guarantee it'll be hacked in a pretty short order. I think even but, people who aren't using it for mining are going to go, you know, I like, don't like being told what I need to do with my own card. So, yeah, I, I'm, all, I'm all for that. Let's hack it. But maybe I'm wrong, but I, I'm i sure I read, though, they said this will only be with the new cards that are coming out. It so is. It's not your current ones. It's not your 30, 90s, 80s, 70s. It's from no. all new models from 30, 60. So if they bring out yeah. 30, 50, then that'll be fine. I imagine the 4000 series, whenever they get around to that, will will be the same. Yeah, good luck with that, Nvidia. And like you say, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll I'll pencil that in the show notes in a couple of weeks' time. Should we? Somebody's hacked the limiter. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tentatively schedule that in for March. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because you never know. I mean, but yeah. I, hey, look, I'd, I'd love a thirty series card, same as you would, but it's not going to happen at any time soon. I don't want to pay um, much more over retail. Let's be honest. No, <laughs> I mean, they are a lot cheaper cards, and what what the old ones were bang for buck. But I'm not oh, paying yeah. retail for it. Before we move on, what was you just reminded me that eBay listing we saw the other day for that uh, Nvidia card? Do you remember? Oh, brilliant! Oh yeah, um, what was it? It was a was it a uh, 30, 80 or ninety? Yeah, thirty ninety was it? And what was it? Because you few saw it, I I didn't notice oh, it till after. It was a it was a JPEG, wasn't it? They just at the that end was... they just put JPEG. So you're they put it on with a what was it a minimum buy of three hundred pounds or something. <laughs> For a JPEG picture of an RTX, I know it was a 3060 of the 3060. See if anyone these you know these automatic bots just bought it, and they had like hundreds of these for sale. That was brilliant, wasn't it? And like it said, don't no human buyers, was it? I didn't notice the JPEG thing at all. I only came across it and like it's yeah. like brilliant it's like, picture. It's like people used to sell boxes, isn't it? X, an Xbox box. Oh, don't just get box, me started. That winds me up when you're searching for stuff on eBay and you see yeah. one. Oh, that looks good. And you click on it and you're like. A box? Why would you sell the box? Starting like, price two hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the the dot jpeg thing very clever, and uh, yeah, I'll have to go back and find that. See if somebody's see if see somebody's bought it. Show notes. Yeah, I want to see if somebody yeah. bought it. That's a great I'll idea. Have to see if I can find it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but talking of hacking, then and uh, there's um, it, it's it's not taken long, has it? But uh, some the, the researchers have found uh, malware for um, M1 chips on the Mac. This is the second one, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, there was but this one is earlier a... in the week, but this is a this is a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's called they've, they've named it Silver Sparrow. I do uh, love these naming conventions; they're brilliant. Where do they come up with them? I mean, I don't know, but yeah, it's not been detected before. But it's currently out there on about thirty thousand different machines, and it, it works natively on M1 as well as the Intel Max, doesn't it? Yeah, they found thirty thousand machines, one hundred fifty-three countries. But the real weird thing is, there's no end payload. It's just sitting there silently doing nothing. No, and like you say, but best part of thirty thousand endpoints across one hundred and fifty-three countries. 
um, and then using AWS and Akamai CDN or content delivery backend. So this yeah. is not this is not your you know script 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 kitty you know uh, cobbled together bit of malware. This is a seriously designed um, targeted piece of software, isn't it? Um, it is. I'm just curious who's done it and what is that old payload going to be at the end? Well, this is it, isn't it? Is it what's it waiting for? And yep. is it? Uh, is this a research project? Um, could be. You know, have could they? You know, because what's it? I think it was Red Canary, wasn't it, who had published the the paper on this. Um, yeah. They, you know, they basically wanted to out this before it basically does nothing, aren't they? They wanted to to make it aware. Um, it's yeah, very curious that it's not doing anything, as you say. There's no, there is no uh, malicious content currently in that. No. There's no um, anything to suggest that it's doing anything but just, like you say, sitting there phoning home. Yeah, and... it picks home once an hour, just waiting for some kind of command, but nothing's come so far. No, really weird. So are we looking, like you say, uh, an end, end game here that waits for a condition that hasn't existed yet? Um, yep. Or is it just something like a random... I don't want to say random, a, a, a research like somebody like a, some you know, malware, I don't know, malware factory somewhere that is just testing, um, just well testing the M1 Max. Yeah, to say we can hack this, let's see what we can do. And, and almost generating data from M1 machines so that when they do launch an attack at some point, it yeah, works. Yeah, it be more effective, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, almost like <laughs> in a funny kind of way, like you know, having an inert, <laughs> very COVID esque, but having an inert yeah. virus, you know, like a like yeah. like the vaccination to test the body's defenses. You know, is this the same thing? Are we seeing a malware here that's been designed to see whether it works in M one solutions? Can it work? You know, what does it need to to be effective? And then ultimately, um, yeah, comes up with some dodgy, you know, to the dangerous payload. But yeah, I wonder what it is. It's very very interesting. I mean, I did have a little read through of the Red Sparrow. Um, uh, pub, the white paper they published blog, yeah. the malware, yeah, and it, you know takes into detail because they found two versions, didn't they, of, of the the malware itself? Um, and it, yeah, I mean, I, I some of it I don't understand. I'm very, I'm very honest with you, you know, uh, <laughs> application development isn't my forte, but I get the gist of what's going on here. Um, but yeah, very, very curious, and like you say, it's not the first; it's the second one that's been detected this week, which isn't surprising because let's be honest. Uh, it's big business is malware, and um, of course it is. You know, want to cry in its in its variants afterwards showed that ransomware is still here. There's money to be had in ransomware, so uh, yeah, I suspect we're going to hear more about M1 capable malware in the future as we go forward. Yeah, no, it'd be uh, interesting to see whether how this one plays out, and yeah, yeah obviously, just... if something does happen, we'll let you guys know. Yeah, and uh, maybe they can patch that before I buy my M1 X Mac whenever that comes out. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You're gonna need you're gonna need specific um uh what's it M1 capable uh, antivirus now aren't you or, or yeah, AEDR yeah. sorry you know semantic and all those type of people are on that already yeah maybe yeah, they yeah, did yeah. it I mean conspiracy yeah. theorists <laughs> something like you know I don't know insert name of EDR vendor um, <laughs> testing the volume <laughs> who knows who knows ah uh, but this our final story before we talk about uh monster hunter then so Carl, i'm gonna get let you do this one carl because i cannot believe 
this is even happening. So, Carl, go on. Um, right. Okay. So, yes, last night I watched Monster Hunter. Now, I think this was. Whoa, whoa, whoa hang last... on. Back it up, back it up, back it up. The last story, up. my friend. You've missed out the last story. Oh, God, I have. So, I jumped the gun. I was on my film. <laughs> Yes, MWC, Mobile World Congress, for people who have not been there. Uh, or I don't know what it is. But uh, yeah, it's a big event. It usually goes annually, held in Barcelona, isn't it? Hundreds, yep. hundreds of thousands of people go. It's where you can see all the latest mobile phones and mobile phone-related products and stuff. But uh, And, and you spend if... 14 hours a day walking around the biggest halls on earth. You do, and then on a further <laughs> two hours queuing for a taxi to get out of said halls. <laughs> uh, but yes, apparently... They are going ahead with a live event, not a virtual, a live event this year. They are planning to have 50,000 people there in Barcelona. So traveling to crazy. Barcelona for this. Uh, what the? I mean, I don't. they are aware I, there's a global pandemic going on? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I am speechless because this is, don't forget, this is the same people. So the GSMA, the GSM, GSM Association, GSMA, yep. who basically last year had their arms twisted to cancel the event last year, didn't they? They did, didn't they? Yeah, at the last moment. Yeah. Because all the major vendors pulled out. They Big did, guns, yep. All of them pulled out, said, we ain't doing it. You know, there's a pandemic in full swing. We are not turning up to this. And effectively, they had to cancel it because nobody was going to turn up. But they didn't do that to say for your safety and everybody else's were cancelling it. They cancelled no. it because it was basically, oh, well, nobody's going to be here. No one was there. Um, yeah, exactly. And I cannot believe, I cannot believe that they think that it's perfectly acceptable to put on a 50,000 person event in June this year when the majority of other companies uh, who put on large events, and we're yep. talking the tech industry particularly, have said that they are going to stay virtual to at least the first half of the year. At least. At least. I, probably not I, until I, next year, I'd imagine. Right. And, okay, we I get vaccinations in full swing, okay? But yep. Mobile Congress is a global event. There are people coming to this place who will not have had the vaccination because of nope. the way vaccination works and in terms of, you know, the, the demographics. They... I read in that the the statement that they yep. expect uh, they don't expect it's a cunning to be plan, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, this is brilliant! It's brilliant. So they don't they they realise the CEO uh, says that he doesn't expect everyone who in attendance will be vaccinated. Well, you know, smart move there, mate. Okay. But he says that instead they're asking everybody to attend has a negative COVID test within seventy two hours of their arrival. That's yeah, not going to stop well, it spreading. Hands up! It's like uh, I detect an issue there. You could have your test. Get on a plane, contract it en route, turn up MWC within those 72 hours and walk straight in the door because you're clear. And then they're expecting these 50,000 people to mix with the local population of Spain. Uh, yeah. You know, as of, I think at the moment, it's very similar to the UK. Spain is averaging thousands of new COVID cases a day, or well, yep. uh, I guess a week or whatever. They uh, they were still into the high mid hundreds deaths a day. Now, yeah, as this you know, as the article that was on the Verge states, you know, the situation may improve by June. You know, and I think that's fair to say. We we saw that last year that in the hotter months, uh, infection rates did drop. They did, yeah. But the vaccination rollout in Spain is not going as fast as other countries. So no. the local population are very unlikely to be completely vaccinated. And 
to my mind, this is just ludicrous. And you can probably tell I'm quite annoyed by this. Um, I mean, I have a question for the CEO. Has he been to one of his own events? Because I'm unsure how he's expecting 50,000 people to socially distance at MWC. I mean, it's usually shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. It's shoulder to shoulder at 8 a.m. in the morning when you're trying to get into the halls, let alone yeah. at six o'clock at night when it's kicking out time, as you say, to get a taxi and go for a beer. Um, it's just nuts. I, you know, okay, I, I totally get NWC is one of the largest technical events in the world. You know, we've been several times. I know it is. I, I can vouch for it. Yeah. It's huge, you know. And the 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 Gran Fiera halls um, in Barcelona are immense, you know, and there are millions and millions of euros and dollars at stake, not only from the, uh, I guess, the cost of the hiring the halls, but the millions of dollars in power, uh, excuse me, currency, you know, whatever you want to spend, euros, that's used to build the, you know, the, the stands, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, and I, I get, you know, there is a lot of money on the table here, but every other large event organisers have had a year to go, you know what, we can do virtual. Yeah. We can do virtual. Yes, it is not a great experience. We totally get it. it's not the same, but there are ways to there are ways to get your product announcements out. There are ways to get the interviews with the CEO of company X, Y, and Z. You know they can do all of that. I just don't think they wanted to. But then I no. also wonder: Did the Spanish government twist their arm and go? By the way, you know you've paid up front for these halls. Um, we still expect the money. You know, in for, yeah. for the next the couple of years. Yeah, definitely wants his money there. But I can't believe the Spanish government would actually give them the okay to run this event. I mean, have they run it past the Spanish government, local authorities? Or well, you'd assume they have. Mm, I, I would assume he's a competent man being the CEO, but as he's just proved, possibly not. I mean, I love the fact it says they've got to, <laughs> we're going to control crowd density. So on the Mobile Congress site, uh, as in website, it says. We're going to control crowd density, stand capacity and traffic flow. Uh, you're going to have to wear a mask. There'll be hand sanitizer. We'll wash, work down services and staff will be trained in health and safety. And they'll be obsessive about your safety as well. I mean, it's just really it, it says it says they're collaborating. So the set, but they have it says we're collaborating with the Spanish and Catalan governments, the host city partners and the Fiera de Barcelona. And we're taking a health and safety expectation from the WHO. What kind of stuff? I think it's nuts. I think I think that I think this is like playing poker, and you know they clearly are uh, bluffing at this point because I I love I, I really enjoy my World Congress. It's a great event, and definitely you know, I when mean, I've enjoyed it every time I've gone. You know, it, it's a great event for the technology. It's a great event for the networking, and it's a great event for you know the the beers and and the social events afterwards where you can connect with your peers, and you know it's a great chance to to I guess widen your networks. And I'd love to go back, but do I feel safe going no. back now? No. In come June, I'll be honest with you now, I'd love to be travelling for work again come June. I really, really would. But standing in a meeting with 10 people, I could probably stomach. Going to 50,000 person event right now, still off the table no. for me, I'm afraid. And I suppose <laughs> the big question is, is they've still got to get People like Intel and V, uh, uh, you know, sorry, all yeah. the VMware, yeah, no, Intel, Samsung, yeah. Apple. Well, obviously Apple never go, but to actually pay for booze and then turn up. Yeah, this will. This is that's the bit I want to see. I want to see when they start announcing um, the sponsors. In fact, I, I I don't know if they have actually. They probably have. I probably we're probably yeah. 
I've just gone on the way. Yeah, they they all the sponsors are listed. So it is a lot and lot of sponsors. But are these actual are, paid up sponsors? Or are these just last year's sponsors who paid for an event and then we we have to keep them on the books because they've already paid for last year's, which didn't go ahead? Now that's a good question, and I'm not sure. But that is a very very good. Well, question. I'm going to imagine that's what it is because which company in this current time is going to go? Yeah, I'm in for that. I am. Um, I've just had a look down the list to see who's sponsoring it. Um, sponsors, exhibitors, yeah? Yeah. Exhibitors, exhibitors and sponsors, isn't it? I've just yeah. had a look down the list. Um, my company's not there. So mm. that's, that tells me something. Uh, but then again, we've made it perfectly clear as a company that we're not, not attending any... I think it's September, they've said. I might be... I yeah. might be might be late. At the earliest. Said they, yeah. Um. And I'll just look. Let's see. Look for some other big, big companies. Uh, Microsoft are not on the list. A Samsung there. Um, yeah, Samsung are here. Yeah. Intel are as well. Okay. And I'm sure Pat will put a stop to that. <laughs> Google are. It says Google Island and oh, Google LLC. Yeah, Google are as well. So yeah, there'll be. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm. <sighs> I'm curious uh, to say whether or not. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm going to watch this one because, you know, Mobile Congress last year, I think, had the last year would have been, I think, the big because 5G obviously is they've hit a turning point with 5G now, haven't they? Where yeah. 5G is very commercialized now and consumer grade. So if last year would have all been about 5G in a consumer world, I think. Um, and it would have been a really good event, I think, on that. And you obviously have the product launches, Samsung always have theirs around the same time, yes. Um, but you know. So we're looking at the keynote speakers, right, for 2021. Uh, Arvind Krishna, the CEO of IBM, is lined up as one of the speakers. Really? Okay. Yep. So it's the CEO of Accenture, the CEO of Revolt, you know, Re- Revolut, sorry, not Revolt, Revolut, the, bank. the online yep. bank. Uh, Anne Bowden, CEO of Starling. Yes. Uh, the CEO, president of Qualcomm, um, NHS Digital, to name but a few, and Verizon, bizarrely, as well. So... I don't know. Are they coming in? Are they going to fly? I suppose that uh, they'll probably come in on their private jets and in a, into a studio. But I don't know. I, look, I, personally, this is my own opinion. I think this is nuts. I get there's money on the table, but I think, I think you know, based on what I'm seeing with other large events, this perhaps is too soon. Yeah, I think you're right. I'd be surprised if it does go ahead. Anyway, I'm going to rant over. Stop ranting there. We've probably lost <laughs> all those. We've probably lost all those new listeners that we joined. So. Look, listen, I'm sorry about that. I just feel it's, you know, I just feel what's going on. It's kind of, this is crazy talk. Look, I get it. I want to get out there. I want to get back to work in terms of, you know, networking. I want to get back to work and seeing people. But I think we've got to think about it logically um, and safely, of course, uh, to do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, listen, I'll stop ranting. Anyway, put it in and let us know this. You'll know, uh, if you have a comment, let us know, you know. Put it in the put it uh, come back onto us on Twitter, uh, you know, when I post this, or um, come back on on the the web page and let us know your thoughts. But, but I'm going to stop there, Carl. Tell us about Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> I did start this a minute, ago, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <laughs> we watched this last night. So it was due out in 2020. It's Monster Hunter of the same name as the game. It is based on the game uh, loosely. I've actually played the game myself, so I couldn't comment on that one. But it's uh, it stars Mila Jovovich and even Ron Perlman, though only a small part oh, for Ron. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, he's in there. It's just a small part. I won't get too excited. Uh, it's directed uh, by Paul W. S. Anderson of Resident Evil, Death Race, and Aliens vs. Predator fame. So, hang on a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So, I suppose the premise is the uh, Jovich character, Lieutenant Artemis. She's out in a desert with her squad and gets transported to another world through some weird freak accident. Uh, and this other world is full of these giant monsters. Uh, lots of them, lots of them, the same monsters, just cloned, because there really aren't many different monsters in this world. Which is one, It's probably about four Sorry? different monsters. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, it's a giant monster world, but there's only like four species of monsters by the look of it, from what I can actually tell. But uh, anyway, the storyline is really, really thin on the ground. Uh, there, there really isn't much. It's just an excuse to shoot a lot of monsters. So, like I said, Paul W.S. Anderson, yep. Miller Jovich, Jovich. apologies for butchering yep. that. Um, you sure this isn't Resident Evil? No, 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 no. The, the, these are alive. They're not zombies. Okay. I think that's probably the only difference. Oh, and it's set in a... Oh, I was about to say in a desert, but didn't Resident Evil do that in Las Vegas, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I know, yeah, so, so it I know could the just as well be Resident Evil. Yeah, so I know the games I sell. I've not played them either, I, I'll be honest with you. I've not played them either, but I'm aware of them. Um, I guess this proves that not all video games are, are do come with a, a deep plot. <laughs> no, I mean, it was, it was okay as a kind of mindless hour and a half switch off, but even some of the action scenes were very annoying. You didn't get a... Uh, a shot of an action scene that lasted more than five or six seconds before it switched camera angle and it constantly switched camera angles. It made it kind of a bit hard to follow what was going on. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And it kind of just very abruptly ends. <laughs> I, I thought we were maybe two thirds of the way through and then it just stopped and the end credits rolled and I was like, oh, version two? Any, a sequel? Any, mid- any, mid- any, any credit scenes? No, no, I couldn't find any there either. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of a bit disappointed. I suppose I'd give so, it maybe four out of ten. It wasn't great. No. So I know, I, I remember when this was first announced, I think, like I say, last yeah. year. Um, and the early, <laughs> the early, uh, I think, um, reception, is that the right word to say, yeah. isn't it? Was, was not good, was it? I think it was kind of panned at the time. Wasn't a big um, budget, was it? 60 million. But... Paul Anderson, um, who I believe is still married to Mila Jovanovic. Oh, is he? Um, okay. I believe he still is, yeah. Um, I know that he's kind of made his name with these kind of films, hasn't he? Let's be honest. He and has. The bulk of his career is is kind of similar-esque films. I mean, when you look at Metacritic, and I think of Rotten Tomatoes, um, his films don't... I don't think any of them got over 50%. Uh, <laughs> you know, we and they're not... The first few Resident Evil ones. But they made money. I really money. enjoyed That's the a... first one. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at some of the like the Resident Evil films. You know, I think the last one, Resident Evil um, Final Chapter, uh, was on a forty million budget and made three hundred plus million at the box office. Wow. So he makes you know critics may hate them, yeah. but they but people watch them. You know. Um, and I guess that's a good good approach, I suppose, if you're a director. Who cares yeah. what the critics say? You know, it's a bit like a restaurant, isn't it? You know, if the punters like the food, who cares what the uh, the you know the restaurant critic says? You know, indeed. Um, as I said, I, me and my wife watched it. We enjoyed it. Just don't think about it too much because you'll spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just go back to that thing. Paul answered. Yeah, they are. Um, they are still married because they had a, a daughter last year. 
a oh, year wow. ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, just when I read this, the first one, I'll be honest with you, I, I did think, hang on, is this just not another Resident Evil film? But <laughs> it does sound like a bit like you say, switch off and listen kind of approach. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm up for that. You know, it's, I think it's what we I'd need right now, is it? Still watch it. You say, what else are you going to do at the moment? So, uh, yeah. You've probably exhausted yeah. all the decent stuff on Netflix. <laughs> well, I just watch this. I watched the Meg again last night for about the God knows six times. Oh, I, we um, watched that with the kids because we were like, oh, is it too gory for the kids? No, well, they loved it. They thought it was hilarious. So I've read all the books, right? I really yeah. like, so I read the books years ago and I've, there's about four, I think there's about six sequels anyway. They're quite good. Is it really? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and when they said they were making this film, I was like, oh, finally, because the book came out years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. And then as it went on, you know, they nerfed it, didn't they, massively, because it's a 12. Most of the yeah. major scenes are not massively violent. Um, no. I think that was done to appease, um, because I think it was, it was a Chinese co-production. So I think they wanted to um, gotcha. make yes, it, it yeah. make it friendly. And I think they want, you know, wanted it to make it approachable for a wider audience in different regions. And I think, obviously, they wanted to uh, make it then, obviously, more accessible into a wider demographic in terms of age but it ruined it for me because this had the scope to be such a uh gory film but if you read the books there's all kinds of you know like getting eaten mm. by the sharks so um, i didn't know it was a book so obviously clearly i haven't read them but i thoroughly enjoyed them eh? yeah steve altman i'm sure yes steve steve altman i'm sure that's the, the yeah, um, steve altman yeah yeah um and um the books are brilliant. I love them. Like I say, they're you know, really, really good. And you know, they're, they're not okay. They're not. You know, they're not going to win you a Pulitzer Prize, whatever. But <laughs> but they're, yeah, they're good books. But and Jason Statham in it is uh, you know classic. Only 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 has one only has one delivery type, doesn't he? Jason Statham he does. Know? He does. But you know what you you're getting in for with. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's I suppose it's the same with uh, you know Paul Anderson films. You know what you're getting with them. Right? Yep. It's a bit like the same. I was but, just expecting a bit more of a storyline. Just oh, just Carl, you asked for too much. A storyline. You asked for too much, Carl. I, clearly, I do. Or well, just a I film that finished properly. Well, I was going to say. Well, I think I was just going to say. I was going to say you asked for too much, and I think on that note, <laughs> I was going to cut you off there and then, a bit like your film. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, cool. I, I'll have to catch up on that, and uh, I'll have a watch it myself. I won't put too much stock in whether it's good or not. No. Cool. Well, listen. Uh, I think we've been we've been talking for a long time now. That's probably a good place to wrap it up. So on that note, uh, thanks everybody for listening. I've been Jay. I've been Carl. Have a great evening, everyone.